Next up, a movie review show where Dim and Ree come straight at you with the hottest movie reviews and hot takes for the latest movies releasing. Come join us every time we see a movie live on Instagram.com slash GiftedDim63 for the latest movie reviews and updates. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite movie review podcast. Next up, I am one of your hosts, Dim. And I'm Ray. And we saw a double feature today where we saw Star Wars earlier, and now we're coming at you with a review for Bombshell. Mm-hmm. So hit me with those stats. So Bombshell is a rated R drama film. It runs for an hour and 48 minutes. It was released December 13th of 2019. The director was Jay Roach. Screenplay was written by Charles Randolph. And then there's a bunch of producers and production companies. This movie stars Charlize Theron, Margot Robbie, Robbie. Megyn Kelly, Nicole Kidman, John Lithgow, Kate McKinnon, and Alice Eve, and then a bunch of other people that you would recognize, but it would take a long time to go through all Yeah, so I'm pretty sure if you don't already know this movie, you got to hit them with that synopsis. So, a revealing look inside the most powerful and controversial media empire of all time and the explosive story of the women who brought down the infamous man who created it. That's it. Did it say anything about Fox? No, it just said the the most powerful and controversial media empire of all time. All right. Well, this is Fox News that we're talking about. This is a story that took place in 2016. Loose, well, I I don't even say it's loosely based. I would say the dialogue is fabricated, but it was a real thing that happened. Yeah, this was like a real thing. Like the only thing is it's like dramatized for a film. Yeah. But it's like, like all of the stories are real. All the people are real. Yeah. And then there's characters added, uh, like Margot Robbie's character. She wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't a real person. No, but um, the people that are real are played by Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman. Um, those two characters for sure, and John Lithgow. Yeah. So, yeah. Those three for sure. So, uh, what are your thoughts here? Um, this movie was intense. There was it. It it, it does have some intense moments. I don't and think- that scene. In particular, with Margot Robbie the first time, mm-hmm. I was like grossed out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just and like and and not intense in like a like suspense kind of way, just like intense in like a holy fuck, like this world is fucked up. <laughs> and we made comparisons to the the show, the TV show on Apple TV called The Morning Show, um, where it's like we don't really know what these like big conglomerate corporations these news outlets like daily drama is off camera yeah but it's also like i feel i was thinking about this during the movies like the news has been around for so long like we've always had newspapers and then you know there like we've had news for so long so of course some like it's it was a man's world and now these women have come into it and then you know women like the main characters that had been there for 20 years they're like i didn't think anything of it and then they just get like numb 
and they're just like, okay, whatever. Like, it's a thing of the past, and it's just like, this is insane. <laughs> I also think that, um, you know, we, we're just now getting into that Me Too era, and, like, the in 2016 especially, like, that's when it really started, I think, like, kicking off, and people coming out and, like, really hammering down on these, like, sexual assault cases and harassment cases the purge started the purge as we like to call it and um i think what we see in this movie is it was almost like a normalcy to Mm -hmm. move up in positions at and maybe that's you know part of the fabrication but i think that's also very true for women in general with like the, the glass ceiling where you know only men can go above this level and Mm -hmm. women hit this ceiling and they don't get paid the same and they need to do favors to get ahead and we see that in Margot's character and that's why I think that I I liked the progression of her character because she was kind of almost the old school format. She was going along with the favors and Mm -hmm. doing all the things that the other two were already out of because they had been there yeah. for so long. And I think that it was cool to see that dynamic between the two mm-hmm. or between the three. Because you saw the one that's like really extreme and she was like, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to get justice. And then you have one that's kind of on the fence who's not really trying to get justice at all. Mm-hmm. And then you have one who's just starting who's like, I, I just want to move up. Yeah. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. Boom. Yeah. It, uh, I, you got all three of the, you know, extremes and with them. So that was great. Um, so do you dislike anything? Um, dislikes. Boom, 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 boom. I didn't like the music in this movie. <laughs> you didn't like the movie? Not, or music? Not really. Mm. It is, uh, boom. It was like boom, the same thing boom, over and over. Boom, boom. But you notice it was a female like uh, voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it when you just do music with your mouth? When it's a bunch of sounds. Like what do you what do you, what kind of music do you classify that as? I feel like there's a experimental. Name. There's a name for it. Because that's what it was. It was a bunch of girls doing like hums, and it was like different levels of humming. Yeah, it was just like acapella stuff. Boom, and, like, boom, boom, and like boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> and then there was like, <laughs> there was some other music for a brief moment, but like, it was mostly that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Yeah. You didn't like it? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, man. Man, I'm really trying to remember what I wanted to say because, like, I I really um, liked it. <laughs> but <laughs> well why don't you jog your memory with some other uh reviews and maybe you'll think about what you wanted to say okay so right now it's sitting at a 5.7 out of 10 on imdb 66 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 65 percent on metacritic metacritic uh, let's pull up that score i would say that um i feel like You know, when they when they have these movies that are focused on female characters trying to get justice, I feel like they're trying to put so much into one thing. Like, and, and I'm all for, you know, things like, you know, lesbians coming out and stuff. But it's like almost forced when you see one thing just because it's about a female and it's in a female world. Mm, yeah, I 
guess. It's like, there's a moment in um, when we saw Star Wars where, where you see yeah. females kiss, but it's like, it just, it seemed like a, such a random scene and like, I'm cool with that. But it's also like, why are you showing that near the end of this movie? And we didn't even know who the characters were. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. I think it's just that, that thing that, you know. We're just trying to do inclusion. Yeah. But it's like, forced inclusion doesn't mean it's inclusive. I know. I felt kind of weird about that too when we saw that in Star Wars. I was just, I, like, it's and, and I don't it, care, but it's like it was unnecessary. Yeah, and in this movie, I think it's just like there's very minimal men, so I think that mm-hmm. that's part of I don't know part of the empowerment with women in this movie. And I think you'd have to watch it because I'm kind of like tiptoeing around what it is, but it's like I almost feel like they didn't need yeah that scene. Mm-hmm. They but. didn't, but it made them friends. Yeah. So, um, 64, you, uh, critic score on Meta, Meta, Metacritic, and we have 25 positive ratings, 15 mixed, and one negative. So, starting with Mick LaSalle from the San Francisco Chronicle, giving it a 100, a superb drama about sexual harassment at Fox News. That's all? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kenneth Turan from the Los Angeles Times gave it an 80 saying, it is is a harrowing. 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 What? Harrowing. That is it? Yep. (laughs) As it is triumphant in its depiction of the way it all came to pass. 75 from Tom Russo at the Boston Globe says, If there's any way that Roach slips back into a creative pigeonhole, it's by being overly keen on sticking its actors in prosthetic makeup. Richard Kind's Rudy Giuliani... Rudy Giuliani? Yeah. For one, elicits an unintended chuckle. And while Theron's makeover is, again, uncanny, Kidman's cleft chin is needlessly distracting. It kind of is. We'd buy her performance without it. Yeah. I, th- I don't think she needed it. Yeah. Um, Stephanie Zacharek from Time gave it a 60, said, Theron is a superb and versatile actor, and she's good here. It's not that she always needs to play nice characters, but as Megan Kelly, she's like a Hitchcock blonde with all the allure drained from her. Aww. And then finally, a 38 from Joshua Rowan from Slant gave it, the film is too relevant in tone, narrow in scope to place Roger Ailes' criminality criminality, Criminality. in a larger, more meaningful context. Hmm. I mean, it is fairly recent. It was only three years ago. I know, that's insane. I mean, I don't know. Like, it could have probably waited, but I think Charlize, Charlize was awesome. Her little accent thing was kind of weird, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, I think additional comments, uh, like some of these reviews were saying, I think all the performances were really good. Mm-hmm. And Margot had some really tough scenes in this, which I think stood out. But I think maybe they might have stood out just because they were like, like jarring. Yeah. And it was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. And John Lithgow, too. Like, he, he was awesome at playing this, like, creep. I'm trying to be your boss. And, yeah. But also, like, I'm kind of nice, but not. Yeah. He seemed like a real character, a real person. He did. And it was weird, like, 
in the beginning of the movie, it, it tells you that like, uh, like actual footage is used too. Yeah. And so like when you see like real pictures and stuff, it's I like that they use the prosthetics just to kind of like, mat like match, um, who they were. Yeah. So because yeah. when I saw the picture of John Lithgow's character, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty shit. close. <laughs> um. Did you not like anything specific? Mm, no. I think ultimately I'm I'm I'd give it a B. It was fairly short, under two hours, so I don't I think it got to the point pretty quickly. It was very contained. It was also like in the news rooms and stuff, pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. Um I think the three actresses in the on the poster did really well. Yeah, they do great. Uh, a lot of emotional scenes, crying and all that with from all of them. So, I uh, I think I would give this a B minus too. I give it a B. Okay. Yeah, just. I don't like... think because I I had more fun in this movie than I did with Star Wars. Mm. Do you think Star Wars was just too long for you? No. It wasn't but, the. But I mean, I do think that it, it felt long, but I don't think it was too long. I mean, it, it was a Star the... Wars movie. Wasn't the 30 to 35 minutes of trailers. <laughs> we did get a weird 30 minute trailer thing, but it had the, the prologue for Tenet, which was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Alrighty, so I give it a B minus, you give it a B. That's it for this episode of Next Up. Please don't forget if you've listened to Rise of Skywalker review or this one to like, subscribe, and share our content. We appreciate everything. And uh, until next time, I don't know when we're coming back because it's like our movie theater is kind of far now. So <laughs> we'll see you next time. I think it'll probably be around Christmas. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Next Up. Please hit that subscribe button if you liked what you heard. And we can't wait to hear from you guys next time.